David Pasternak got some well-deserved love in our Locked On NHL wingers poll. And I'm looking at which Bruins wore it best, jersey numbers 19 through 10, here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Monday, August 21st. What? Where is the summer going? And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. Super simple to get on board. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. So all you have to do, open up your favorite podcast app, go to YouTube, search up Locked On Bruins, smash that subscribe button, and each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy every single day because that's what we're all about here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I hope you all had a great weekend. Crazy to think that, well, up here in Canada anyways, there's only two weeks left of summer. School, well, Labor Day is in two weeks today. School starts the next day. And then we will soon be into NHL training camps, exhibition season, the regular season. Uh, I'm getting pretty excited, even though, let's be honest, the Bruins won't be as good as they were last season. Nobody will be for perhaps quite some time. But what we do know is they have the number one ranked winger in the NHL, according to our recent Locked On player poll. That's right. Over the last couple of weeks, all the hosts at Locked On from the 32 NHL shows, plus the fantasy show, prospect show, voted on who the best players are at each position, as well as logos, mascots, uh, best players under 23. And it is my honor, privilege to announce that David Pasternak was the number one ranked winger in the uh, player position polls. David Pasternak coming in at number one, followed by Matthew Kachuk, Jason Robertson, Mitch Marner, and Nikita Kucherov. Uh, Pasternak edging out Matthew Kachuk, who had a fantastic uh, 2022-23. We all know that he was instrumental in guiding the Florida Panthers past the Boston Bruins in the opening round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Both players, along with Connor McDavid, were finalists for the NHL's Hart Trophy, which was, of course, won by McDavid. And, you know, he's probably going to win in perpetuity until such time as he 
falls off, which is hard to imagine. Last season, David Pasternak, just a wrecking crew, 61 goals, 52 assists for 113 points, tied for third with Nikita Kucherov, who had 30 goals but 83 assists. McDavid Dreisaitl, who came in 1-2 in the center pole, leading the league. McDavid at 153, Dreisaitl 128, far and away the best two players in the NHL. When it comes to points per game, though, Nathan McKinnon had a bit of an edge, 111 in only 71 games. Pasternak remained healthy all season long. Uh, and had a point-per-game total of 1.38, which was tied with Kachuk, who had 40 goals, 69 assists for 109 points in 79 games. Now, that career season for David Pasternak came as he was set to become an unrestricted free agent. He could have hit the open market this past July 1st, Instead, on March 2nd, he signed an eight-year, $90 million contract that carries an average annual valuation of $11.25 million. The production the Bruins got last season, uh, when he was still making 6.66, was otherworldly. Now that he's making 11.25, those numbers kind of need to be the norm. He needs to be pushing triple digits in points, pushing for 40, 50, maybe 60 goals again. And in the absence of Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci, he needs to step up and kind of drive things on his own. Um, Is he going to be playing likely with Pavel Zaka? Maybe Charlie Coyle at times, maybe... They bring in someone else to play the center position at some point. But Pasternak, in order to maintain this number one winger status, can't rest on any laurels, and he needs to continue to produce, especially while making these big bucks. He's the Bruins' highest-paid player uh, above Charlie McAvoy, who's at $9.5 million. One of the top paid players in the NHL, and um, while the Bruins as a whole may have some sort of regression this upcoming season, it can't happen with David Pasternak. He needs to keep the foot on the gas and continue to produce and score at an elite level. So the number one ranking, well-deserved. Hopefully he can maintain that this upcoming season, and uh, the Bruins... Yeah, will be led into the future by one of the best, if not the best, winger in the NHL. Kucherov at five came in ahead of Alex Ovechkin, Kirill Kaprizov, uh, Miko Rantanen, Artemi Panarin, and then I should add that Brad Marchand ranked on this list as well, coming in at uh, one, two, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Brad Marchand ranked 10th on this list of the best wingers in the NHL, ahead of William Nylander, Brady Kachuk, Kyle Connor, and Johnny Godreau. Uh, you could argue that he 
perhaps belongs a bit higher on this list. Not sure who he would bump out at this point, though. Uh, maybe should have been ahead of Panarin. But still a top 10 winger at his age. Still very impressive. And coming off double hip surgery. Marshawn, 35 years old. Last season, he was held to 73 games, so at 67 points. few years removed now from his 100-point season. Probably won't sniff that again, but should still be around a point-per-game player for the Bruins. Although, you know, without Brad Marchand in the mix, we'll have to see if he can maintain that chemistry with Charlie Coyle. So two Bruins wingers in the top 10. Bodes well for, you know... Still a pretty good season. They should still be a playoff team with the likes of Marshawn, Pasternak leading things up front, McAvoy, Lindholm on the back end, Swayman, Allmark, and Nett. Still a pretty good core there, and the Bruins should still challenge for a playoff team, but we'll talk about that more coming up as we begin to preview 2023-2024. Coming up after the break, we are going to continue our look at which Bruins wore it best, a series um, perhaps not as excitingly named as it should be. Maybe we'll call it the Bruins jersey number All-Stars, looking at numbers 19 through 10 here coming up after the break. Athletic Greens has a product that we are so excited about here at the Locked On Podcast Network because it is really helps you get your daily nutritional insurance. Uh, It's a daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. People drink it literally every day uh, before working out, before their morning coffee, and it makes them feel unstoppable, ready to take on the day. Uh, Feels like you're just doing something good for your body to start the day. Uh, It replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. Science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food sourced nutrients. They're raising the standard for quality in the supplement category. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network to check it out today. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. You can follow along on social media at Locked NHL Bruins and at Ian C. McLaren. We'll be back uh, later this week to wrap up our which Bruin wore at best series, looking at a bunch of retired numbers in the nine through one section. But today we're looking at numbers 19 through 10. And when I think of number 19, the first player that jumps out to me is, of course, Zach Sinitian. Just kidding. It's actually Joe Thornton who wore the number from 2001 to 2006. I've said many times he was my favorite Bruin in the early 2000s. He was team captain. I really thought he was going to be a core Bruin for his career. Uh, That did not happen. 
Tyler Sagan actually wore number 19 when the Bruins won the cup in 2011. We all remember his instrumental performance in that game against the Tampa Bay Lightning that helped them get to uh, the Stanley Cup final. However, we got to go back to the late 60s and early 70s for which Bruin wore it best. And I'm looking at right winger John McKenzie. He played uh, seven seasons with the Bruins, 454 games, 169 goals, 396 points, and he was part of two Stanley Cup championships as a member of the Boston Bruins, 1970 and 1972, and he scored 17 points in each of those cup runs. 17 points in 14 games in 1970, 17 points in 15 games in 1972. Perhaps a name you're not super familiar with. I wasn't really before doing the research for this, but uh, John McKenzie, number 19, he wore a best in Bruins history. For number 18, we're going to kick it back to that era as well. Ed Westfall, listed as a defenseman and a right winger. He played 11 seasons with the Bruins, 126 goals in 733 games, 339 points. And he too was part of those Stanley Cup championships in 70 and 72. Eight points in 14 games in the 1970 playoffs, four goals, three assists in 15 games in the 72. Uh, You look at, you know, this past generation of Bruins and how they won in 2011 fell short a couple times those early 70s teams were able to win the cup twice uh what a time that would have been Uh, I should mention Westfall also won the 1977 Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy so he gets the edge uh currently worn by Pavel Zaka worn in the past by Nathan Horton, obviously, who scored those huge goals um, in the 2011 Stanley Cup playoffs, could easily have given it to him as well because Westfall was before my time. I have more of an emotional attachment to Nathan Horton. Uh, Very close race there, but got to give it to Westfall for the two cups as well as the Masterton Memorial Trophy. All right, let's kick it to number 17. Nick Felino wore it most recently. We had Ryan Donato. Um, back in the past, you had Derek Sanderson who wore it for a year. Obviously, he was a very good Bruin back in the day. 294 points in 389 games. I think he only wore number 11 for one year. Uh, he won... Two cups with the Bruins. We got a lot of these 70s guys here. Don't forget, the Bruins used to have this rule where you had to wear a lower number. Uh, So you got a lot of older guys who um, wore these lower numbers. Sanderson also won the Calder Trophy. Two Stanley Cups. Ah, man, it's, it's hard to deny Sanderson. 
uh, here at number 17. But according to uh, hockey reference, he only wore it for one season, which was 1974. That was after his um, cups and the Calder Trophy. Could give it to him, but Milan Lucic bringing it back here for the centennial season. Number 17, Stanley Cup winner in 2011. Huge part of that run on that line with David Krejci and Nathan Horton. One of my favorite lines in Bruins history. And um, yeah, it's a toss up between Sanderson and Lucic, but I'm going to give it to Lucic because Sanderson seemed to have only worn it for one season, uh, whereas Lucic wore it extensively. Sanderson wasn't in number 11 or 17, sorry, when the Bruins won the cup. Stan Jonathan also wore it for a while, uh, but giving it to Luch because he's bringing it back for the centennial season. All right, let's look at number 16 and 15 here before we take another break. Casper's Dogovins last war number 16 for the Bruins. Uh, not a name we like to recall because of that missed open net in the Stanley Cup final against the Chicago Blackhawks. Marco Sturm wore number 16. We all remember that fight at the... Uh, Winter Classic and his heroics in that game. This is where we're going to give it to Sanderson because he wore 16 from 68 to 1974 where he won his Calder Trophy, won two Stanley Cups. So, whereas um, he did wear number 17, we're going to give that to Lucic because Sanderson had his best years wearing number 16. Now, only two players in NHL history have worn number 15. That's because it has been retired. Milt Schmidt, the legendary Bruin Hall of Famer, wearing number 15 for the Boston Bruins, 16-year career, 776 games, 575 points, four All-Star games, he won the Hart Memorial Trophy in 1951, won two championships with the Bruins back in 1939 and 1941, finished on the NHL All-Star All-Season team four times, three times on the first All-Star team, one of the legendary players in Boston Bruins history, and... Uh, you know, number 15 was worn for a few seasons after Milt Schmidt by Larry Regan, but the Bruins quickly took it off the market and hung it from the rafters, and for good reason. We're going to take a look at numbers 14 through 10 here coming up after the break. All right, some legends in the 19 to 15 category, some 2011 Stanley Cup winners, some winners from the 70s, even back to the 30s and 40s. What do numbers 14 through 10 have in store for us? Number 14, 
worn last by our boy Chris Wagner. Uh, Brett Connolly wore it earlier. Sergei Samsonov wore it for the Bruins in the late 90s, early 2000s. He, of course, won a Calder Trophy as a member of the Boston Bruins. If you recall the 97 draft, the Bruins had two first-round picks. Uh, We talked about this when we looked at the 20 numbers. Glenn Wesley was traded for a bunch of picks. One of those was used to select Sergei Samsonov seventh overall, and he won the Calder Trophy in his and uh, Joe Thornton's rookie seasons. Uh, Jeff Cortnell wore this for the Bruins. Craig McTavish wore it. Uh, Glenn Sather wore it. We're going to go back to uh, the 70s again. And it was Ace Bailey who wore number 14 for the Bruins during the 1972 uh, Stanley Cup win. He played for the Bruins for five seasons and uh, was a fantastic addition to the team during that 1972 run. Uh, only had, you know, 31 goals, 46 assists, 77 points in 232 games. But he was a member of that uh, team. Ace Bailey, of course, was also uh, a victim of the 9-11 attacks as he was on one of the planes that crashed into the World Trade Center. All right, let's look at number 13 for the Boston Bruins. And uh, Charlie Coyle, of course, where is it currently? In the past, you had uh, Bill Guerin who wore it. Jim Schoenfeld, Ken Lindsman. Uh, not really a, a, a great group here that wore it, but I'm going to give it to you. Uh, Kenny Lindsman here, seventh overall pick back in uh, 1978 by the Philadelphia Flyers. He played 389 games for the Bruins, almost averaged a point per game, 372. And, uh, you know, it was a pretty good player for the Boston Bruins back in the day. He won a championship with the Oilers uh, and was a very productive member of the Boston Bruins in his day. Number 12, last worn by Craig Smith. Kevin Shattenkirk's going to wear it. A bunch of guys have worn it recently uh, who were pretty good in their respective careers. Thomas Coberle wore it during the 2011 Stanley Cup run. Jerome McGinley, Simon Gagne, Brian Gianta. Uh, if we go back and look at the um, 90s teams, Adam Oates, war number 12. He was one of my favorite players back in that era. Probably going to have to give it to uh, Wayne Cashman, though. He wore it for 17 seasons as a member of the Boston Bruins. 793 points in 1,027 games. And he was a member of the 70 and 72 championship clubs. All-star in 1974. Uh, Not a guy who has his number retired, but a legendary career for the Boston Bruins. Number 11, our boy Trent Frederick currently rocking that. We all remember Gregory Campbell winning the Stanley Cup with the Bruins wearing number 11. 
breaking his leg, blocking a shot for the Bruins a couple years later. He deserves a lot of love for that effort. Um, Bill Quackenbush back in the day. Jack Bionda. Hmm, number 11 is a bit of a tough one. Perhaps we should just go ahead and give it to Gregory Campbell. Uh, he had, yeah, one of those iconic moments in Bruins history. He won a Stanley Cup uh, and broke his leg blocking a shot for the Boston Bruins in the playoffs. Doesn't get much more legendary than that. All right, let's finish off by looking at number 10 for the Boston Bruins. And we are going to look at several players who wore this number. Not retired, I should mention. Again, once we get into the single digits, so many guys have their numbers retired there, which will make it easier to make a call. AJ Greer, wearing number 10 currently. Anders Bjork. Brandon Bochensky before them. Uh, nobody wore it during the 2011 Stanley Cup run. Back in the 70s, you had it worn by Rick Smith, who played eight years for the Bruins, 36 goals, 125 assists in 513 games from the blue line. He was a member of the 1970 Stanley Cup winners, so he definitely... Deserves some consideration here. Um, Charlie Burns back in the day. Dmitry Kvartalnov, who was a uh, up-and-comer back in the 90s. Let's just go ahead and give it to Rick Smith because he had that 1970 Stanley Cup to his name and uh, and call it a day here. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen to Locked On Boston Bruins today. I hope you enjoyed, well, hearing that David Pasternak got some love from Locked On hosts and uh, the Which Bruins Wore Best series. I really do appreciate the support. And those of you who are regular listeners will know that right now we are on a shortened schedule, but we'll get back to daily here in the month of September as we ramp up towards training camp and uh, exhibition and the regular season puck drops on the centennial season in October. Please do subscribe if you haven't already. And we'll talk to you here next time on locked on Boston Bruins, part of the locked on podcast network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.